Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recording in the top. Recording in the bottom. Recording on the side, 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 sides. This is a very special episode of the Hunts Be like, what are other things to do? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, what uh, what song was that a parody of? <laughs> Bring around I'm, the I roadie. can place it. I, I, it's side, on the tip side, of my tongue. Side, side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Rihanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name is Tim. I'm Dana. I'm Matt for now. I'm Rory. <laughs> and uh, for now, we are the Hunks Podcast. Today <laughs> on the podcast, we have a very special guest, which is why I was getting a little bit musical with it. Uh, <laughs> because our guest is the uh, person pulling all the strings behind the oral curtain on the podcast. It's our very own sand, sand designer, sound designer, <laughs> musical engineer, the aficionado himself, it's Dana Rusty Matthew. <laughs> Hello, my house. Hey, Rusty. <laughs> Sorry, if I may, I love, Tim, how you start the intros like you're jumping out of a plane without a parachute and be like, I hope this one opens. I hope this one opens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, every time, every time I edit this podcast you do start the podcast like you're jumping out of the plane <laughs> and i love it because you don't know where you're gonna land either yeah. and we're all nervous no and i was excited because this one was for me it <laughs> and it almost never does and it's great it's also how i enter every room <laughs> hey everyone i'm tim sorry for your love <laughs> on the edge of our seat <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Rusty, what's up? How are you? You're in your, you're in your studio there. Beautiful setup. How's your day? How you been? Uh, I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm doing well. Uh, it's snowing like a mother outside. Yeah. I can't believe how much snow we got in the last couple of days. So I'm, yeah. I'm extra inside. Even though I've been inside all winter, the last couple of days I've been extra inside. Yeah. But it's okay because I love my little space bunker here. Oh yeah. I edit your podcast on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's looking great. You got a lava lamp back there and a neon cactus and some zebra pillows, it looks like. <laughs> lava lamps were... You got were... a robot doing macrame. Out of all... What else we got? <laughs> no, I'm, t- I'm talking. <laughs> okay. um, out of all of the, like, vintage... Vin- as in, like, vintage decor, uh, I'm happy that... La- I, la- lava lamp is the one that I would keep around, you know? It's it's so harkens back. Oh, it feels yeah. like a cliche to buy them even, but they don't do anything but soothe you when yeah. they're around yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, like a fish tank. It's slow and bubbly. Yeah, it's nice. So so Dana Dana between a lava lamp, a shag carpet, and one of those like sort of rounded couches where the cushions are all circles, you're sticking with lava lamp. <laughs> Tell me about this couch. <laughs> you know, like a, you know, like old, like All early seventies couches, where it's like sort of like really like flowing, cir- like half circles. Yeah, it would be a couch that doesn't need a wall. It's in the middle of a room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, no, that sounds sexy. Yeah. I want that too. <laughs> I also want that. I was thinking more in terms of like nostalgic for me, being like a twelve-year-old, being like, mm-hmm. "Welcome to my sex den. Here's my lava lamp. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my blow-up couch." <laughs> yeah, I like the Here's- idea of a sex den, but like. You just like you're doing it in installments, so it's just a lava lamp. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. And that's it. I'm saving up. For now. I'm saving up for the for the rest of the blow up couch. Right now, I've just got a blow up cushion with feathers inside. <laughs> yeah. It's just a cement room in a basement with a lava. <laughs> Welcome to my fuck lair. You know that I'm actually just basically sitting in a cement room in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not base. I am sitting in a cement room. In my <laughs> oh, that's great! The lava lamp. Guys, want to come over? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go hit up the fuck spot. Fuck COVID. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're so we're recording this. Uh, we're recording this in uh, sort of mid mid to late April, and snowstorm has ravaged the city of Winnipeg. Uh, just to give you some context for where we're at in our lives, but this is being released on Mother's Day. Today, if you're listening to this the day it drops, it's Mother's Day. Isn't that nice? Yes. Yeah, and I will say, oops, I already forgot to call my mom. (laughs) (laughs) You still got time. I'll forget. You know, like we are like a month, almost like three weeks ahead of it. You could easily put a reminder in your calendar. There's so many things you could do. You could leave a series of post-it notes for yourself. I know. Like Mother's Day is is the day known as I have to apologize tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here I got my mother's gift already. Already. Happy birth. Happy birthday, Linda. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Happy birthday. Is it a birthday? (laughs) <laughs> you just you say happy birthday on Mother's Day. <laughs> happy birthday, Mom. Kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. You could also you could do like a prison break t- type thing where you t- put a bunch of tattoos on your body, reminding you of May 9th. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like go to prison so I don't have to deal with Mother's Day. I thought you were gonna get say a get a, put a whole bunch of temporary tattoos on, go to your mom, and she's like, no. My beautiful boy, and then you realize, <laughs> then you take them off as the Mother's Day gift. <laughs> Just kidding! I didn't get a tattoo. Scour your skin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she would care or notice. Um, if you had, 
she wouldn't notice if you what 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 place do you think your parents would notice a tattoo immediately? Face, face is off the <laughs> table, obviously. No, no, face. Hands, hand face tattoo is the, is the next most extreme, aside from face and neck. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Do none of you have tattoos? Tim uh, does. Tattoos? Tim does. Just him. <laughs> Tim does. Yeah. Are you a tattoo guy, Rusty? I have a number of tattoos all over the place. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. What <laughs> was, was your first, first tattoo? One? Yeah. Oh, nice. On the back of my left arm, on the on my tricep, my left. Okay. Tricep. Okay. Yeah. And what is it? And uh, it's uh, well. Here I'll show you. It's a little trumpet that oh, uh, nice. sort of like a line drawing of a trumpet. Can you see that? Was it a prison really tattoo oh, style? Yeah, yeah. It, no, not prison tattoo style. In fact, uh, Billy. Oh Talent, yeah. From Billy Talent had a. We'll put a picture on our kind Patreon. of the style on the back of his arms, and I thought he looked cool, so I totally copied. Him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and got a trumpet. Because <laughs> I thought that was even cooler than. <laughs> <laughs> Are, are all of yours like professionally done, or did, did anybody uh, stick and poke you in the music scene? I did. I do have a prison style do. stick and poke one here. I'll, I'll hold it <laughs> yeah. out. And the clothes <laughs> come <laughs> off. Our plan yeah. is working, everyone. Yeah, this, uh, <laughs> this lightning bolt right here. Oh, yeah. oh that's that good. Tiny tattoo took like three and a half hours. Ooh, wow. Uh, Dallas, the bass player from the Constantines, did that in his living room in huh. Toronto. Oh, really? Wow. And that's why it's all purple around it too you can kind of see it looks like i've been perpetually punched in the bicep yeah. my whole life now because <laughs> it leaked everywhere but everyone says oh no it looks like a rainstorm which it does kind of so yes. I'm okay with it a little yeah. precipitation never hurt nobody so and it's surprising that uh, like a stick and poke it, it's a different kind of pain it doesn't really i mean it totally hurts a ton <laughs> just like tattoos do as well regular tattoos but it's different it's just like long and sort of Hours and hours of tiny bits of pain that you just get numb to after a while. Huh. Right. But. So how do they do it? Like, is it just like a home needle and then like a Bic pen that they snapped yeah. in half? I was going to say, he had a Bic pen. I remember. Like really? An old, like an old, dirty, cracked up, clear plastic one from the 90s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With tape around it, a needle tape to it. And then I think he heated it up and dipped it in whatever inks. And I was, I was totally trusting. And Yeah. You know. Living for the now, yeah. <laughs> and I love it. I love it. I would do it again. For sure. Yeah, that that's pretty a common. bonding moment. Eh? Yeah. What's that? That's a great bonding moment. It was. It was actually at a kind of a a dark turning point in my life that turned into a bright turning point. But it was it was a moment of like I need to do this for me, and it was a real. We had been on a tour together as well, so yeah, it yeah. was a nice bonding moment. Yeah. Yeah. And now the clouds have parted. That's right. <laughs> and now I'm really rich and successful in doing podcasts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Just like the rest of us. Podcasts. Oh, please. <laughs> uh, R- Rusty, I wanted to ask because you're a you're a musical aficionado. You you play a whole bunch of instruments way better than uh, you know most people. In this group, can um, well, I knew that. Most. <laughs> yeah, some of, some of us are really good at a bunch of things. <laughs> You're a great improviser. I know that. <laughs> but um, what was the first instrument that you picked up? Like, do you remember when you first fell in love with music? Yeah, uh, it would be guitar. It would try. It would probably be like watching my dad play acoustic guitar. Oh yeah, and how, and with what ease he could play these pretty chords so softly with his fingers and picks so nicely, that was just awe-inspiring to me. 
Hmm. Uh, and then I took piano lessons for a bunch of time when I was, you know, in my single digits. Uh-huh. Uh, and did, you, then, did you resist the piano classes or did you embrace them? I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't I like it at all. To, um, I hated my piano teacher. I did too. Uh, no, I can't say that. I, uh, hey, I can delete that. Rusty, keep that in. Rusty, keep that in. Anyway, piano teachers, am I right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So was your piano I teacher like yeah. uh, like the stereotypical Looney Tunes uh, old lady? <laughs> kind of. I mean, I was it... small, right? So she yeah, yeah. she could have been twenty, and I thought she was a hundred. Mm. Like, she... Totally, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but I think she had three kids. Yeah, so she was probably in her forties or something. Yeah, like she's that. at but, least um, twenty three. At least, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I didn't like doing scales and doing all that boring Royal Conservatory shit. That yeah. that's what you learn to obviously build your foundation yeah. but nobody wants to do that i know i want to pick up the, the guitar hard work. and start rocking instantly yeah. yes <laughs> yeah you just want to slide your fingers of... across the keyboard <laughs> or just show me the chords and and you know what uh one thing i've noticed too is in when i teach piano lessons and i don't have the uh, the conservatory skills or the uh whatever uh proper paperwork that tells me I'm allowed to teach people even, but when I do, I <laughs> teach them whatever they want, because I mean... paperwork that says you're not allowed to, specifically? <laughs> <laughs> Restraining orders? It cannot be within 50 meters from of a musical lesson. <laughs> Restraining order from a piano? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like to teach... Or I, I, what I like to know is the fundamentals of how a song is written. Like there's, mm. there's like six chord progressions that everybody uses in every song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why wasn't I taught that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lessons. That's how you write a song. It's a chord progression. I don't need to know like the Mixolydian scale. I still don't know what that is. But uh, me, you know what? To. Us either. <laughs> I know. And some of us are experts. I, you know what? I refuse to learn what that is. <laughs> <laughs> me too. You know what? I do know what that is, but I don't want yeah. to explain it because I feel you. like it would just waste everyone's Dana time. Dana knows you what know it what I mean? is, but she dr she drinks specifically to wither that part of her brain. It's an annoying. She drinks to she's forget. Trying to forget. For yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the back of the throat. That's right. <laughs> Did you find uh, Rusty that, uh, like you said, like you want to rock immediately? Did you find that? you had to really combat the sort of impulse for immediate gratification while it, when you were learning music that's definitely the that's i think that's what everyone's hurdle to overcome is when they're trying to learn an instrument is it's there's a there's a bit of a learning curve to even like have your fingers remember how to move the muscles yeah. to do the chords yeah and and it and after a few weeks, which feels like forever, mm -hmm. if you learn those three chords and you can go through them, you can now play every song that ever was mm -hmm. written. Yeah, like and it becomes more exponentially gratifying every day you learn something yeah, new. Yeah, it's true. And and I'm still learning. I'm 41, and I'm still I still learn something about music that blows my mind every day. Or, that, and that's what just, that's what I love too. Is like I like this idea that the guitar say is something that you. It's not something that you complete. It's never something yeah. that you complete. It's always yeah. something that's well, in the room that yourself. you can 
Well, no, that goes along with, uh, you know, Eddie Van Halen passing in the last year. And I watched a documentary about him. And something that really I found inspiring in that documentary was him talking about how he never went to school and how he, or for, for music, and how he didn't know scales and how he didn't follow rules because if he had, he wouldn't have done all that crazy stuff mm. that he wanted to hear. It was in his mind, and he just figured out how to get to that destination. Right. And being given a roadmap that you're supposed to do doesn't always get you to the destination the way that you want to, musically, anyway. Right. Yeah, yeah. So did I find hear, that really inspiring. Did you hear how Eddie Van Halen got his name? Uh, hitchhiking. Eddie Van <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh god. Okay. <laughs> if, it, if it was a uh, truck, you would like hmm. keep going, buddy. Keep going. <laughs> I'm hailing vans. <laughs> I got all these guitars. They're not gonna fit in your car. <laughs> keep it moving. Keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a. He, I found him. I, you know what? And it's funny because I, I think I, uh, I dove into that documentary after he passed, as you often do when somebody passes. You're like, yeah. oh, now I should learn about them. Yeah, yeah. more. Right. And uh, yeah. I was never a huge Van Halen fan, but I was respected and knew <laughs> that there was something beyond what everyone else was doing. And you listen to 1984, and it's just mind blowing. And um, yeah, so. Uh, uh, I forget what my point of that was. When he died, I went and looked. Oh, just that it. he wasn't uh, he wasn't uh, classically trained. Uh, didn't and have not that. ever being yeah. done with the guitar. I don't remember what my point with was. learning. <laughs> oh, I, I, think I you, have ADHD. We could talk about that. I think you made it, you made a you made a great point about sometimes <laughs> following a roadmap isn't the best way to get to where you want to go. And then I ruined it with that Eddie Van Halen joke. <laughs> no, no, no. You totally <laughs> made it because I think I was jumping off that with something even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> I had more other genius stuff to talk about first. <laughs> uh, so, Rusty, was it was it like love at first brush with music? Like, we, did you always know it was music for you? Yeah, yeah. I can't really uh, deny that. I know yeah. it's a cliche, cheesy thing to say too, but all I've ever done is watched and listen to music uh, and wanted to be doing it or playing it or in it or around it. And and uh, and I've also noticed in the past few years that I think that I've uh, I've approached it in a, in a unique way that I, <laughs> I've never really listened to lyrics until the last couple of years. I've only ever really been <laughs> listening to the melodic <laughs> structures of songs. And Me too. And That's all I noticed. Cool. Which can get me in trouble when it's an un, when 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 the lyrics all, are kind of inappropriate. Yeah, all that Nazi music you love is just like. <laughs> yeah. I've, been, I've been shocked to find that people are so moved by a song that doesn't move me all that much, and then I read it. And right. I'm like, yeah. Holy crap! That's beautiful. If only it was yeah. to more beautiful music. I would yeah. Loved it more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that sounds yeah. really jerky to say. I'm just saying that. No, no. but yeah. I, I've been studying the emotional impact of music on myself yeah. since mm -hmm. I heard music. The fact that it can affect the way I feel from morning to night is why I like it a lot. Yeah. And tr I'm always trying to discover different movements that move me. So and, there. Uh, and my wow. favorite ones. There are wow. songs that will make you cry every time. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And. Yeah. Which ones? Uh, Do You Realize? Flaming Lips is totally one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And that's one, if, ironically, that's one where the lyrics really hit home for me. 
And huh. I think that that is a new discovery for me to like, oh shit, I should I should put more thought into my lyrics maybe. <laughs> not, <laughs> go, whoa, whoa, yeah. not just and, baby, uh, baby, 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 baby. <laughs> yeah. Which is literally what I've like proudly said I do for all my music for the last 20 years. And I'm thinking I should say stuff. <laughs> do you say baby in any of your songs? Uh, oh, for sure. For sure. I can't think of. <laughs> Do, does anyone else have a song that makes them cry every time they hear it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, I have a couple. The, uh, both of the Virtue the Cats songs by Weaker Thans like nice. destroy me every time. Like there's no escaping it. Like if I'm in mixed company or driving somewhere and it's like on the road, I have to change it because I'm like, yes, it's, I'm not gonna make it. So I have to <laughs> I know skip that feeling. this song. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want anybody to look at you because yeah, you're yeah. rolling up and your jaw's getting clenched. <laughs> like, no, I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm with anybody you on else that. have any criers? Hey Jude. Really? Yeah. Nice. There's the one the one moment where he says, um, Hey Jude, you'll do. Uh, I th- uh, that yeah, yeah. gets me. Is that when he goes, you'll do. <laughs> it's like it. it sounds pretty much identical to that. But yeah, <laughs> that's that's exactly it. I just love that because it's uh, like he's telling this, this yeah. kid, you know, go after what you want. And that moment is like he's saying, don't worry about, you know, all the doubts that you have. You're, you're enough. And uh, I, I think that's beautiful. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. another example of the lyric moving you. Yeah, a lot in tandem with the melody. That's great. Do you get moved by to tears by just the music? That's been my goal my whole life: is to write melodies yeah. that just move you based on the melody. I get yeah. I get more moved by people's voices. Or yeah, by or specific a vocal delivery, like yeah, yeah, vocal deliveries. Mm. Mm-hmm. What do, do you, you have, have an example? Do you cry song? No, I don't think there's any one particular song that'll do it. Sometimes it just, I have to be in the mood, you know? And like, if it'll, like, sometimes it's like a song on a commercial will get me, hit me just right. Oh, what are the ones lately? There's ones that have uh, Have you driven a Ford lately? (laughs) (laughs) That's it, yeah. That's so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying here. It's no like, fooling with pooling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a remix. There's some. There's some really sad. Uh, there's a commercial that has a remix of an old classic. That's just a really slowed down, sl- sad version about like getting older or something like that. What is it? It's like, and they have like. Um, I think they have still images happening. Yes, like, there's a whole series of them right now. Yes, Savannah, my wife cries at them. Yeah, and I laugh, and I laugh. <laughs> I hug. Yeah. I also reflect. God damn it! Anyone listening to this is just like banging their radio. They're fucking the radio. <laughs> oh shit! This is a comedy podcast. <laughs> I can't fuck this. <laughs> What's your favorite sad song? <laughs> I think I think it's a really interesting thing though. Yeah. Like like. Yeah. Just sounds and poetry can make yeah. you cry. 
Uh, I think that's mm-hmm. huge. I honestly, I'm getting, I'm pissed off because I can't think of a, a specific song that makes yeah. me cry, and then I feel like a robot. Um, yeah, even I fuck. have one, Dana. Jesus. <laughs> I know, and like I'm way more emotionally in touch than. <laughs> I know this about you. I know so much about all of you. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember there was this song when I was like 10 or 11 and I had like I had a radio at AM FM radio in my bedroom when I was a kid and I used to listen to some radio station. I think it might have been a country radio, but every time I every night for like a little while I'd listen to this radio station trying to hear this one song that would make me weep like crazy every time. And I was like hmm. so emotionally immature at the time. I didn't really understand why. It just felt like such an emotional song. I think it was Skidmarinky Dinky Dink. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was something in the era of Celine Dion, uh, My Heart Will Go On. Like it's around yeah, that yeah. time. Mm. Might have been a Shania Twain number or something like that. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, that when I was a, when I was a kid, the, there was a Garth Brooks song that didn't make me cry, but I definitely was like, oh yeah, this is this is tough stuff. And I was like six. It was uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're smoking. <laughs> no, yeah, right. Just darts, just like oh, chain smoking to the sun. I got friends. I'm gonna need another bourbon to get through this song. Driving your truck. I bet you it was the one. I bet you it was the one where it was like. You know that um, the song about the car crash, and it's like, hold me close for just a little no, no, while. Yeah. I know that's yeah. not Garth Brooks, but I but that one was, was just so, like, yeah, totally. As a kid, yeah. walking in Memphis, because that's not Garth Brooks. No, no, <laughs> that's no. I know, loves. I know the song you're talking right. about, Damon. That <laughs> one, that one definitely was like, as a kid, you're like, this is about something, and it's serious. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> about something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're trying to tell me a story. I swear, <laughs> I picked her out of the blood, and she said she loves yeah. me, and she'll never love anyone else, and that's when I never loved anyone again. And it's just like, oh. <laughs> what's he trying to say? <laughs> There's something behind this. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I heard a story about Frank Sinatra early in his career. He went to sing for like the troops or something like that, and they booed him out of there. They were like, fuck you. Because at that time, <laughs> Frank Sinatra was like the Justin Bieber of that era. Right. Like yeah, he didn't yeah, have yeah. all. He wasn't. He wasn't in like the team bopper. You know, left my uh, left my heart in San Francisco or whatever. They did it my way. It was before you know before that. He was he was doing it their way. He was doing it their way. <laughs> he was doing it their way. <laughs> yeah, he was still doing it. Their way. <laughs> before he did it my way. <laughs> 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 Did any of you get into Sinatra? Are any of you Sinatra fans? No. no. I had his mugshot I... <laughs> poster. Yeah. <laughs> I was. yeah. My nana was really into him. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. get it. It's, he's yeah, great I, at what he does. Yeah, I get great. it as well, but it's just one of those where I'm like, I it'll never register for me as like I gotta put this on, you know? Like mm. I get that my way is like a good song and I I like it when I hear it, but I'm like Whatever. What do I give a shit well, about? It's Frank forever Sinatra. ruined for me now with that oh, yeah? uh, Trump flying away in his plane at the end of his 
Trump or maybe we oh, not did, he, Trump, did he Trump play? Is, oh, we can talk about politics. Wait, what? We can talk about whatever. It was like uh, Donald Trump's not... like leaving the country or whatever the day that, oh, God. that he left. Leaving the country <laughs> or whatever he left on his Trump plane, and there was him. He was playing Frank Sinatra's "I Did It My really? Way." Really? Yeah. yeah. I was watching oh. it in my kitchen. It was like I was waking up from a meth fever dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Like, is this really happening? Where did you yeah. see that? Because it's it's this interesting. Jackass is sick playing "I Did It My Way." Let's like, say oh, fuck man. you to the whole country as he flies away. Wow. Was fuck that you. televised? Because I remember that day. It seemed like all the networks were deliberately not paying attention to Trump. Yeah, yeah, it might have. It, it was around that time, and it was yeah. it was a blip on the news. Yeah, and, he has and, uh, been, and I really love how silent yeah. we are about it. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. great. It is nice to kind of come up for air and think. Oh wait, we haven't talked or said that word in a while. Don't have yeah. to. And yeah. we haven't had that sort of yeah. like perpetual anger throughout the day yeah. we're waiting through. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's really nice. It <laughs> yeah, is. yeah. Really. <laughs> It is. I, I put on uh, the evening news when I do the dishes at night, The World at Six on CBC for all the Canadians. And uh, <laughs> back in Every back night. in like January and February, back in like January, it was like I put it on and I just get like a stress knot in my belly. And now I'm like, well, this is fucking boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great to get great. bored yeah. by the news yes. and be like, what yes. I, and I have other things to do. Uh, yes. No. no? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Oh, I know. I've been skip, skimming the news because for like a, at least the last year, if not, yeah, like, well, for sure the last year, like hardcore reading the news every day, basically reading everything in the paper. Me too. And the last couple months, it's like, no, I can kind of skim it and be like, yeah. Eh, well, it just—it feels like things. one less thing on your to-do list. Yes. Like, okay, don't have to fix the entire world. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or yeah, the finger wasn't on the big or isn't re- right on top of the yes. big red button anymore. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't need to figure out and uh, figure something anything out yeah. there. <laughs> Rusty Maddie is here, your behind-the-scenes hunk. The Hunks Podcast is proudly brought to you by Into the Blue. Into the Blue is Winnipeg's one-stop shop for saltwater ecosystems and custom aquariums. They've revolutionized the aquaculture world with their environmentally friendly alternatives to buying livestock. And they have an awe-inspiring supply of invertebrates, corals, and fish. Oh my! They got me started on a nano-coral reef aquarium through a friendly, attentive, step-by-step process. And I continue to be fascinated by it every day. They also have a wide array of clownfish. The Nemo fish. Everybody loves those. And hey, if all you want to do is feed the fish, they do full servicing and custom installations. Check out their website at intothebluieco.ca. That's intothebluieco.ca. Give them a call at 204-963-8663. 204-963-8663. Or come on down to 156 St. Anne's Road and start dreaming today. Tell them how sent you for 10% off your first purchase. What? Into the blue. Into the blue. We're all waiting for you. Into the blue. We got fresh water too. Uh, Rusty, I had one other musical question I wanted to ask you. Uh, cool. And if this 
steps on uh, what you might be presenting in the next segment, feel free to work skim around it. Ah, but uh, okay, you've. Uh, uh, I wanted to ask what the what if you if you have a favorite live show that you've ever seen. And if you have a favorite live show that you've performed in, because I yeah. remember watching you rock out mm-hmm. with the Sheepdogs at uh, Winnipeg Folk Festival in front of a big outdoor crowd, and I was—I just loved watching you just do your dang thing up there. And and yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> you, you gave me that record. Uh, you you were performing with the Weaker Thens when they recorded the, that album at the Burton Cummings Theater, a big like twenty-five hundred seat theater. I know you've I was toured there. all around Europe and stuff. Rory, you were there. I was there, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Were we all friends then at that point? I didn't know you. Definitely not, no. Well, we... I'm sure we knew knew of each other. Yeah. At least I knew that I was part of the comedy, or I knew all the comedy people. Yeah, because you were around the cavern when when we all started doing stand-up. Yeah. Yeah, but I wasn't I wasn't there right at the beginning for the cavern and stuff right. for a while. So I don't know. I, I, like, I don't think I knew you personally. Definitely not at that point. Anyway, yeah, well, we can now we do. <laughs> I know so much about you, and you're getting to know a little bit about me. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Okay, so favorite show I've seen. Like, is there one that sticks out? Yeah, well, I mean, a really, really obvious one would be I saw Weezer last year. Mm. I oh, really love Weezer. They are uh, my have been my favorite band since I picked up the guitar. Since I since yeah. I went from the Little Mermaid soundtrack to Weezer's Blue Album. Yeah. Like, that <laughs> it was the Weezer Blue Album that made me go, okay, I have hair in different places and I need a guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, that, was that your first album? Was that your, like, this is no. Rusty's first no. album? No, that would be Billy Joel Leather Jackets. Oh, nice. One, two, three, four. Tim loves to do that. You can't say Billy Joel and not expect that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you, every, every time he says it, we have to give it a pause and be like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. It'll only take a second. Well, I had, uh, I had seen... I had seen Weezer a few other times, uh, once in Toronto and once in Winnipeg, and yeah. it was they were both awesome. The one in Winnipeg was great because they had no amps on stage even. They just had little pedals with like uh, like pseudo amps in them, yeah, yeah. pods or whatever. And uh, just making sure I'm still recording yet. And uh, they didn't really say much, and it was like it was like they were doing a rehearsal. Their stage oh, looked like a garage, and uh, they just kind of screwed up a bunch. And I loved it because yeah, it was yeah. so raw. And then my uh, partner at uh, Paintbox Recording, Lloyd, uh, and myself went to Minneapolis a year and a half ago and saw them. And it was super lively and they had big, big fire pyro show yeah. and everything like that. And they played right. all the hits. Nice. And, uh, the, I'm going to drop a little name here, uh, the drummer from the Pixies, because the Pixies were opening for them at that show. Huh. And my band, Imaginary Cities, did two tours with the Pixies uh, around North America. Oh, really? Nice. Yes. And so I remember uh, that. Dave Levering, the drummer, uh, got me backstage passes to that wow. show so we got to go backstage and hang out with the pixies after they played and hopefully got to see <laughs> rivers and say hi and then didn't uh, uh, got yeah. to watch the show from the side of the stage it was um, incredible that's it was crazy cool. oh, man, I bet. Wow. and favorite show i've played the first thing that comes to mind is a show in germany with uh, i was playing with the weaker thens i was never actually uh, like a uh, a true member of the Weaker Thens right. for everyone who's listening. Yeah. I was a hired member, uh, sort of an ex- a hired uh, auxiliary musician. Yeah, and yeah. 
we played a show with the Arcade Fire uh, at a big <laughs> outdoor, big, huge outdoor. I don't even know what to call it. It was a big field. It was beautiful. It was in Germany oh or Austria God. or somewhere around there. Cool. And it was, you know, one of the most huge shows I've played. Yeah. Wow. And uh, being in across the ocean and playing music, being in the band that's playing the music that the people in the audience that barely speak English know every word to yeah, is yeah. such an amazing, empowering feeling. Wow. Even though, I, and I'm sitting there on stage as a fan of the Weaker Thens yeah. as well. That was the incredible part about touring with them was... <laughs> I fucking loved every show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved every song. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Pinchy, pinch me every day. <laughs> and they're paying After me. After every song, he's like, what? <laughs> it's like a Jeff Peanut Butter commercial. <laughs> what? <laughs> and Dana starts crying. And <laughs> that did actually happen. Uh, one show in uh, California, Santa... Well, there's a city in California that has a, a gum wall. Anybody that sound familiar to that anybody? does sound familiar. Like, yeah, yeah. discarded gum. Uh, San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco. Is it okay? So I'm it wasn't pretty sure. Or somewhere around there, maybe it's San Jose. Yeah. No, Seattle. Could be. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think you're right, Dan. I think it is Seattle. But John uh, hauled out a weaker than song I hadn't played with them before, and uh, uh, like during the show, so I was oh, sort shit. of listening to it and figuring it out as we were going along, and I, I had to go like. Mm. And like turn away from the audience because I was like getting choked up. Yeah. Oh, beautiful! Wow! Yeah, he's he's such a crazy good beautiful writer. Man, oh, it's yeah, nuts. it's that, nuts. Uh, weaker. I think it was Utilities was the song. If you know that song, Wh- which one? Sorry, uh, Utilities. Oh, okay. Make yeah, me yeah. something I can use, or you can use, or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I really love the Weaker Thans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> me too, man. Me weaker Thans yeah. and Arcade Fire together—that's like a dream show of mine. That's unbelievable. I remember that day pretty clearly. Like <sighs> I, I remember that John took a nap and he said the cheese was sweaty, and I'll always remember that sweaty cheese we had on the record <laughs> that day, and the violin players. Gave me a little violin lesson from Arcade Fire. It was awesome. Oh, Such a memorable day. Yeah. That's so wow. cool. You could probably learn every single instrument from Arcade Fire. They've got somebody who... Yeah. They've got 97 yeah. people who play every instrument ever invented. <laughs> I love musical collectives like that. Because yeah. they can sort of... They can kind of take it anywhere and you can't question it. Because they're like, well, right. you had no idea what to expect. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So... Let's get to know you a little bit more. Woo! Yeah. 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 Let's play Two Truths and a Lie. Yep, yeah, no. uh, yep. Nice. Yep. The Two Truths no. and a Lie uh, <laughs> is a game we love to play where one of us gives three statements, two of which are true, one of which is a lie, and it's everybody else's responsibility, frankly, to guess <laughs> what is the lie. So given us those three statements, this week is our dear friend, Rusty Matias. Rusty. Hi. Okay. <laughs> this is so exciting. I, feel, <laughs> I honestly, I've been feeling like I've been like I got chosen to be on Big Brother or yeah. something. Like, like I've been applying for Big Brother for like six years, and, and I'm still gonna keep doing it. This feels like I'm getting to play one of those games on a show I like. I love it. Anyway, except so, this is uh, more like okay. old cousin <laughs> <laughs> that you old don't uncles. like very much. <laughs> no, I, I take that. Back. I love you guys. Okay, so. Um, first story. Uh, on the first day of a tour, uh, 
I was in a group that was opening for Sam Roberts on a tour. And on the first day, we were arrested, <laughs> fined. We ran out of gas in the middle of nowhere. And our Winnebago burned to the ground. Oh, Jesus oh Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> on, in one day, in one evening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I knew this would be tasty. The second one. Second one is I played a murderer in a true crime drama TV show. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, and the third one is I was in Australia touring and I was so broke that I sold the shirt off my back to somebody for 40 Australian dollar dues. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. I think it's dollarinos. <laughs> so it's dollarinos. <laughs> I love doing the Australian accent, and I, I'm sorry Me if it's too. offensive. Uh, <laughs> I can only do like six of the words or something. <laughs> You're good at it, Dana. Do you want to reread that last I one? I have Australian family. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to redo that oh. last one in an Australian accent? Oh. Uh, you <laughs> <again>? <laughs> uh, I was so break. Uh, I sold the shit off me back for 40 Australian dollary days. <laughs> That's pretty good. Dollary dues. That's pretty yeah, you're good. You're better, Dana. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Just, it's more the it's inflection. About, like, I have to go, curling oh. The tongue during, and curling the tongue during the O, like broke. Broke. <laughs> it's like adding an yeah. R to the O's. Broke. Uh, well, there's one. It's a hard E is actually a hard I. No, hard O is a hard I. Like if it's if you go boat, you would just go bite. 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 Oh, oh look at that bite. Bart. Bite. Oh, that's. I think Bart. that might be might be a different dialect because they both sound really. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we're both wrong, Dana. <laughs> we should both shut up, probably. <laughs> Dana, you sounded more like a rich Australian. I think. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. oh, I'm a Cockney okay. Australian. <laughs> yeah. Cockney, I'm really bright. <laughs> I, I bricked. I bricked it. I've done bricked it. No, that's <laughs> that's nothing. That's nothing. That's nothing. That, that was Hello. young boy being sold in England in 1750. <laughs> he was sold because he had a nondescript accent. <laughs> yeah, because they were like, "You're talking, but you're nothing." <laughs> I'm worldly. I'm from around the world. <laughs> Can All you right. imagine a little boy telling you, I'm worldly. I'm from around the world. I've been around the I'm world. world. <laughs> I'm from around the world. I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> you are the best, you guys. Uh, okay. okay, would you like Let's, me to recoup? Or recoup, that's not what I'm going to say. The recap? Re I, no, I think, recap. Or, uh, I think we got it. I think we, we got, got it. The, we got the Winnebago yeah. burning to the ground. Yeah. Tour breakdown. We got... Crime drama. The t um, Crime drama. Yes, court the, the crew crime. Crouton. Crouton drama. Crouton drama. Um, and then we got <laughs> the trip. Australian dollary doors. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I think the last one is false. The, the Australian... Dollary dues, okay. Yeah, I think the dollary dues is false. Why is yeah. that? 
Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to say the same thing I say literally every single time we play this game. Now, I think one of them might be a partial truth. You see, sometimes, sometimes people play the game like that. <laughs> and it could have been like a Dodge Caravan instead of a Winnebago. <laughs> It's funny because I know how everybody plays this game too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've listened to all the episodes. <laughs> uh, I think that the um, the tour breakdown is the lie. I think that happened to someone you know, not to you. Okay. Mm. Because I know I know that they do t- make a true crime show in Winnipeg, so that's like. Right, right in the sweet spot of like, oh, that could be there to trick us, but like very plausible. Mm. Okay, I'm, ooh, yeah. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to go with the true crime is the lie. I uh, really want that first story to be true yeah. for your now self. I'm so sorry for your yeah. then self. <laughs> um, yeah. And I would like to hear about selling a shirt right off your back, literally. So that's yeah. what I think. Yeah. So all we're right. all dialed in? Yeah. Tim, did you already decide? No, yeah. you just sort of explained how you explain your answer. No, he, you, he said uh, that he was on side with Dana, right? Oh. And Dana thinks, thing? what is, is that the what line? you said, Tim? What did I... What? <laughs> you said... <laughs> You said you're gonna, you said the same thing you say every time, which is I think one of them's true. Exactly. Oh, you said Dodge Caravan instead of Winnebago is what you said. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, so you're saying that the first one's the lie? Okay, Matt says. Yeah. Rusty, when you listen I back don't to bl- this, you're gonna he- you're gonna hear Tim say that he agrees yes, with Dana. It's true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So what are you saying, Tim? Yes. <laughs> Literally, half of what I ever say on this podcast is pure garbage. (laughs) (laughs) It is. I'm just going to reveal the answer. Hey, Matt was correct. Okay, yes, please. I'm correct. Matt was correct. The true crime is the lie. (laughs) The tour from hell. Yeah, Yeah. what the hell? First day. Oh, that was the the Waking Eyes. uh, uh, One of the really early tours we were on, we were driving to Banff for... um, we were driving to Banff for Lake Louise or something like that for the first show, and we got uh, pulled over just past Portage of Prairie and got arrested for having seven joints rolled in our Winnebago. Got, and we got a ticket for our, our, our uh, taillight being out. Then they let oh. us go. So we weren't really arrested, but they said we were and read yeah. us our rights and shit. And yeah. then, uh, and then around Moose Jaw at like three in the morning, we ran out of gas. <laughs> we were really young, irresponsible. Around a moose's jaw? Around a moose's jaw, Saskatchewan, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then, so we had to like hitchhike to a gas station. Got uh. gas. And then about 45 minutes later after we got gas, the engine like exploded and started the inside of the Winnebago on fire. Oh <laughs> we pulled over my. into an abandoned uh, oh truck uh, way station and it burned to the ground and there was like miles of traffic on both sides of the highway stopped. Flames like hundreds of feet in the air. It was all Whoa. over the news. We got on much music because of it. It was like the best thing that happened to our career. <laughs> And then we finished the tour. Yeah. And <laughs> you could you could just take that uh, that video from Much Music and make it your music video. Just put like Well, we so, uh, wrote a song about it that became uh, a song called "Get Me to the Doctor" on the second Waking, Waking Eyes album. Did you so, make it to your first show? 
or did you have to no we we missed the first show because yeah. we were doing a ton of press with the medicine hat news uh because it was the biggest news there for a while yeah uh, yeah uh, uh but then we actually rented a u-haul van and put the trailer into the back of this big cube U-Haul van, and the four of us sat with no seatbelts and drove a U-Haul across the rest uh, of Canada and finished whoa. the tour like that. Holy it was crazy and joints. really stupid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, that happened. And then yes, I did sell my shirt to uh, to somebody uh, uh, after a show in Australia in Melbourne. Uh, one second. Forty. Dollarunos. That seems like a good amount of money for a you like mm-hmm. a just used shirt. Uh huh. It was a nice shirt, and it was like my favorite shirt. Oh, <laughs> and that's why it was a negotiation because yes. dollary dues are worth like more dollary dollars than dollary dues. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is? It was like what double that or whatever. Canada? Yeah. So that would be like yeah. eighty bucks or something. Wow. It was a Michael Bolton wow. shirt that was like a really like cheesy early 90s shirt so it was ironic and funny and uh totally now who breached the subject of this indecent proposal (laughs) um (laughs) you were just out like who wants to buy my shirt (laughs) (laughs) meet me in back we are on a tour this is with the weekend ends as well and we are on a tour called the Soundwave music festival which is like a, a hardcore music festival which was funny because the weaker thens were like the adult contemporary, you know, hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah music yeah. festival, like uh, hardcore in the sense of like the music, like was... propaganda kind of music, kind of stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Like metal, hardcore, screamo kind of stuff. Yeah, another great mm-hmm. Winnipeg uh, band. Hmm. And and it's a really well attended festival. And it's like two weeks long, and all the bands fly on these, uh, like all, chartered planes together, like to all the different cities and stuff. Cool. And we all stay at the same hotels, and so like. Uh, who was it? Eagles of Death Metal were on, were on that as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. Really? And, wow. Uh, Sunny Day Real Estate was there, and uh, the bass player from Sunny Day Real Estate is the, also the bass player from the Foo Fighters. And yeah. we were having oh, a really? smoke outside this hotel in Melbourne, and lots of people want to talk to that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was just right there. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and the guy liked my shirt. If you want to talk to Well, other people were talking to that guy. I was negotiating. <laughs> 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 so he was so like he was I, signing autographs and I was selling my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so but he was like I like your shirt and you like want to buy it. Oh, I didn't sell it to him. I sold it to a fan uh, that was tr- like one of the many Groups of people who were trying to talk to this guy who plays in Sunny Day Real Estate and the Foo Fighters. We were just having a smoke sort of around each other. So then all the fans, while they were waiting to talk to him, saw this guy wearing a Michael Bolton shirt. (laughs) So so then you guys are talking. Table set up with all your underwear and everything (laughs) on. (laughs) (laughs) I like the idea that you guys are talking. And then some fans come up, he turns to talk to them, and then he turns back around and you're shirtless. <laughs> Pretty much what happened, yeah. He's got like his his Sharpie's almost out of ink from all the autographs. He's like it's and I'm shirtless and I'm forty dollars richer. <laughs> Rusty's shirtless and he's smoking too. <laughs> that's hilarious. And that's my stories. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Great funny. stories. Wow. Great stories. Great stories. 
You guys want to pet, pitch some sketches? Show, sure. Yeah, let's pitch Ooh. some sketch. Sketch. Some I want to see if I can sing along with you in the air here, Tim. This okay. is the part of the show where we bring the energy down pretty low, and I have some sketch ideas not fully thought of. Never will. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So now I'm going to take that and see if we can. I'm going to blend the two. Put it together. Yeah. Nice. Duet yeah. in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'll shut up. Go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah. This is part of the show where we uh, say stupid things to each other. Yeah. <laughs> this is the part of the show. And we were like, wouldn't that be silly <laughs> to do that? Um, uh, who wants to go first? I'll go. How about, how about Matt? Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Um, okay, how about this? Yeah. Uh, there, there's a lady, and she's pregnant, and suddenly she's having the baby in the back of a taxi cab unexpectedly. But things go from bad to worse when she finds out that the cab driver is actually method actor Daniel Day-Lewis preparing for a role. <laughs> 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 the role of doctor who delivers a baby in a taxi cab. Yeah, my brain went to, uh, does it not go from bad to perf? Yeah. <laughs> I think it would just, I think it would be like he's studying yeah. for the role of taxi driver. And this is really fucking, uh, fucking it up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's mad. He mm. is he's pissed. Yeah. mad. Yeah. <laughs> is he mad enough to but break character? he's also. No. No. I don't think he'd ever break character. No. <laughs> he's also method actor Daniel Day-Lewis, so he's obviously done method acting in delivering babies. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he has experience in this avenue, is what I'm saying. But he can't break And he character. delivers that baby. Yeah. Well. At what point does the method combine with the other method? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, he, gets, break. Mm-hmm. he gets the whole baby out with just his left foot. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's still driving? It is, catches it in his stovepipe Abraham Lincoln hat. <laughs> and then he cuts up a piece of beef to slap yeah. over the baby's face. <laughs> and then he drinks its milkshake. <laughs> yes. Nice. Nailed it. Did you guys ever see okay. that movie, My Left Foot? Daniel no. Day-Lewis? Uh, he plays this real. Uh, it's a. I think it's a story of a real person who uh, could only really get around with uh, their left foot, and uh, it was. I don't know. It's a. It's a dark movie, but it's a good movie. It sounds like a sitcom from the mid yeah. '80s, starring <laughs> Robin sure Williams. But it's like an. Eight, it's like a story of overcoming uh, the challenges of a disability in the 1800s. Oh, oh okay. Could oh, use it sounds like Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Builds a skateboard for himself to get around on. <laughs> Invents, does the nine hundred. Becomes Tony Hawk. <laughs> Anthony Hawk. <laughs> My name is Anthony Hawk, and I skateboard around. Now, if you don't mind, I need to get through to get a haircut. <laughs> my name is Anthony Hawk, Hawk. and this is my skateboard <laughs> totally radical <laughs> <laughs> now, you can trust me 
you can trust me and you can trust my skateboard. I've been to four X Games. Uh, there you go. I, I think I like uh, skateboarding old timey Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> I like it <laughs> the too. The original premise. <laughs> totally right. Original. The, the original Tony Hawk. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Make way for um, a McTwist. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of skateboarding trick names. Yeah. I couldn't think of any. Yeah. Just a bunch of dirty peasants around him not knowing what he's talking yeah. about. <laughs> I'm having a hard time coping. <laughs> uh, okay, how about this one? How about... Uh, you know the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. What if it was yes. the exact same tone, the same movies, but they're all in golf carts? So it's like <laughs> close-up shots of their eyes looking at each other, then the tires, <laughs> but it's just golf carts. I love it. Yeah. What if? What if? What if instead of that, they were all beekeepers? <laughs> 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 talk about the importance of family. <laughs> so, like, instead of being in golf carts, <laughs> are they in vehicles at all at that point? No, no. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of just like amalgamating our t- my two our two sketch pitches because I was like, no, I like the the beekeeper aspect of mine to be in Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I like how you just took the premise and totally threw it away. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's great. But what about this other idea? <laughs> I do, I do like the idea of a high speed foot chase in beekeeper in that beekeeper <laughs> uniform with the huge head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like the yeah. idea of anything that like strips a big tough guy movie of all of its masculinity, like all of the yes. superior people in little yeah. golf carts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And trying to act Shri- tough in that situation yeah. sounds hilarious to me. <laughs> They're all shriners. <laughs> <laughs> we could write a movie that like you could write an action movie where it does end up on a golf court course and oh, yeah. that would be the way you get away is in a golf cart it's faster than nothing so there could be a <laughs> yeah. high speed that's funny <laughs> yeah, golf yeah. course or golf carts feel really fast on golf courses it's true <laughs> they sure do you got some pep yeah <laughs> i crashed into a bridge with one once on a golf course <laughs> oh my what's that I said, oh, my. Right. <laughs> yes, you're right to react that way, Dana. <laughs> oh, my. She cares. <laughs> my, my. <laughs> Scandal. <laughs> Whatever did they say? <laughs> I never. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about... What about... Does it have anything to do with gotta, bees? <laughs> well, I have to... I'm changing it on the fly here, okay? okay? I'm changing it on the fly. What about an undercover dentist? Oh, okay. yes, I love it. So, yeah, is is it is he still a dentist, like as a profession, <laughs> or is he 
Like, is he a cop <laughs> undercover as a dentist, or is he a dentist <laughs> undercover as something that... else? Oh, wait, hang on. Let's hang... discuss this. I was thinking that it would be a dentist who is who goes out as a layperson right, yeah. to check ah, on his client's scary. teeth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to see how they're how they're being treated but i also kind of like the idea of an undercover cop posing as a dentist <laughs> shooting the teeth out or something i, I, I like know. it being like a um, face off situation where there's one of each oh yeah yeah <laughs> that, that, Dana, did this start as an undercover beekeeper? <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> like a person who, who tends to their bees but tries to not let them know that they are a beekeeper. <laughs> Who are they undercover for? I don't know. Yeah, In retrospect, the dentist one made more sense, but yeah. <laughs> I like the undercover beekeeper thing still. Uh, okay, I got a dumb sketch pitch idea. What if there was a service uh, like Uber uh, mm-hmm. where it combines getting a ride to somewhere with uh, therapy? Okay. This is good. Oh, like so you get in the car and you're like, "Hey, take me to Portage in Maine," and I got to talk about issues with my parents. So is every ride an hour then, or is it? It <laughs> depends. Depends on how far you're going, <laughs> how much of a breakthrough you're gonna have. Exactly. <laughs> but your rides are covered by your insurance. <laughs> I feel like we're only like a couple years away from people literally doing that with self-driving cars and online therapists oh. at the, your fingertips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. Man. Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you get one of those self-driving cars, you could like really double you up. You could do what business. you're doing with your hands, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I did a therapy session on the go while I was walking home. Cause I forgot really? <laughs> that I had one booked. And so I had my phone and, and we were just FaceTiming while I was walking home. Nice. It was great because it was yeah. kind of like that cert- certain level of like distraction and um, that allows you to be a little bit vulner- more vulnerable more because I'm like bet. not yeah. concentrating. Mm. Yeah, like kind of snuck up on me. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Do you think mm-hmm. when there's self-driving cars, Roadhead is just going to be a... Uh, out of control. Yeah, because the, they're going to have to build an attachment in the car that sucks your dick while it drives. <laughs> like a vacuum. <laughs> I'm not going to keep bringing my vacuum with me. The car can take care and then of every, every month you have to empty the bag. Take Fucking it. gross! Oh. Hey man, you take it to Jiffy Loop. To your window, they show you. Oh, this is this is getting pretty full. I, yeah, you're gonna need to. I guess it's better than shooting out the window. <laughs> like an airplane. Oh. Yeah. If the car is going to blow you, at least open a window. Oh man! Those poor kids at the chamois. Oh, oh, oh ma'am. Rusty, on that note. Rusty, I, I heard uh, a little bird say that you might have a sketch pitch. No, you know what? I was excited to try it. I was just so excited to be on the show that, that uh, 
I wanted to do it all. <laughs> but I also couldn't really think of anything. Because hey, I felt put on the spot of by myself, of course. Uh, uh, and then also the only thing I could think of was just a thought I had had a while ago, which was... Uh, which is, this is not a pitch. It's actually very similar to the golf cart thing was, what if women had designed the vehicles for the last hundred years or whatever? All the trucks wouldn't be so mean looking and I bet you there'd be less road rage. That was just an yeah. idea that, thought, that popped <laughs> in my head, which was similar to the golf cart thing. Yeah, they probably so, wouldn't yeah. suck your dick yeah. either. <laughs> they if I know women, they suck won't. suck your clit though. <laughs> yeah, they would have great flickers <laughs> of beans. Yeah. <laughs> They'd definitely be going down on you, that's yes. for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big magic wand comes out under the steering wheel. And, and I'm... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right, this yeah. is Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've- yeah. We've mined oral pleasure from a car for about all it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Well, on that note, uh, what do you guys say we try out another uh, new segment real quick with with our test subject, Rusty, here? Rusty game? Yeah. I'm totally game. What uh, what are we doing here again? We're going to try out a new segment of Fuck, Mary Kill, because why not? Right? Yeah. I do not know what that is. Oh, oh, Fuck, Mary Kill. So there's... There's yeah. three. We, oh, we it's the you, best game ever. Normally, the way you play it is there's three people is the way that it's done traditionally, where it's like, so, you know, this person, this person, this person. You got to pick one, fuck, marry, kill. Pick one for oh. each. Which would you fuck? Which would you marry? Which would okay, you kill? Okay, so this isn't. To, a, is this a hunk specific game or a child general? No. This is the most popular game no, in the world, like and I can't mash, believe mash. you've never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up in Transcona. I don't think we had it. <laughs> Transcona. <laughs> FMK. It's based on Transcona. Fuck, Mary, kill. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but I do think, Tim, Tim you had a, a, a hunks twist that you wanted to put on the fuck, Mary, kill, right? Yes. Uh, now, we're premiering this segment on this episode, and people are going to be able to hear it in full for free, but in the future it'll be locked up in a paywall perhaps mm-hmm. um okay so rusty fuck mm-hmm. mary kill a guitar a bass guitar and a drum kit <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want me to choose those yeah yes yeah. and talk talk it talk it yeah, out to work it out yeah. we have to know your reasoning yeah, yeah what's yeah. what yeah and, and keep in mind that if you're marrying this thing, it's gonna, you know, you have a long life married together. Okay, gonna it's gonna look, be a good marriage. Good marriage. Yeah, I'm gonna look at it. I'm yeah. gonna take the the uh, person who plays it right out of the picture, right? Like, so we're not no, talking yeah, about no, a bass no, no, no. player, yeah. a yeah. drummer, exactly. or no, no, you are no, no, fucking no. The, instrument. the instrument. So it's a guitar, a bass guitar, and a drum kit. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Is it an electric guitar or an acoustic guitar? Ooh. Okay, we're Which, gonna say it's a, an acoustic guitar. Mm. It's an electric bass. Why don't? No, we go okay, ahead. Never go mind. Ahead. No, you guys talk it out. Talk I it out. I was just gonna suggest for the for the second one instead of being two guitars, that the second one be a trumpet. No, I like I like guitar and bass guitar though. That's a that's a good good uh, distinction to have to make. I, I like would, it. I, okay, I, I'll I would, go fuck I myself. Think that, <laughs> I think that that's better too for me. I I don't even trumpets like just. A, an attractive person in the distance. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Well, shit! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> My milk! 
<laughs> my tambourines! <laughs> <laughs> Tambourine emergency! <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I spilled my milkshake on my tambourine. Like blueberry oh, no. I spill oh, my, my milkshake. I'm to I'm Anthony Hawk and I spill my milkshake on my tambourines. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry oh, about that. So you guys um, have excellent Daniel Day Lewis impressions. I could like if you put me on the spot to do it, I couldn't even think of what it would be. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. It's all from yeah. uh, there will be blood. I know, but great. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to I drop in Oh no, my tambourines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dropping mm. in on a half pipe. <laughs> mm. Uh okay. But this isn't about Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, this is about Rusty choosing what he's gonna fuck and and kill and marry. This is a tough game, whoo! Because I don't want to kill anybody. But so, yeah, yeah, of course I, not. I, That's I what makes it the hard. We, the wheels are turning in your head. Talk talk us through what yeah, your talk decision process here. Talk us through it. What are, what are you thinking about? Well, I'm what is trying, it? Okay, so I think about drums, and when I think about drums, can I yeah. hear myself? Yes. When I think about drums, I th I think of rhythm as. Uh, the most inclusive instrument. Mm. It's the, sure, yeah. It's, mm. the, it's what brings the community and the family together. Mm -hmm. It gives it a foundation uh. to grow from. Yes. And that's what I love about percussion uh, because everybody is a percussionist. Yeah. Uh, so oh. I don't know what to do about that as far as relationships go. Uh, so there's yeah. that. That's what I think <laughs> about with like drums. Sounds like you kind of want to marry it. Yeah. yeah I think it sounds but, like you might want to marry drums. But yeah. I have a, an acoustic guitar that hangs just outside of our kitchen that doesn't go a day without my hands all over it. Uh, especially at night, I pick it up and it's my f best friend. Like I pick mm. it up when I need to think about something or just have a melody in my head or just want to play along to something or just need to do something with my hands. I always, yeah. always have it. It's kind of what actually is the foundation of everything musically that I do. Yeah, mm. you can't. You're, mm. It makes things awkward if you fuck your best friend. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh. Yeah. This, you just confused me more. Uh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then the bass. Mm, everybody loves bass. Oh, see, I thought you were going to be like, ah, I'm going to kill the bass for sure. <laughs> well, the bass, the bass is yeah, certainly the easiest to let go. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it also, it's the sexiest, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Is it? Low notes. Yeah. Oh, yeah it's got that listen, sexy yeah. Groove. listen. I think it's a, it's what gives it the <laughs> it's what hits you with like boom like the yeah. It does remind me cool of Frasier. Factor, you're right. Yeah. 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 Like when you're listening to a polka and it's just like boom boom. boom <laughs> oh yeah. It's true. The bass is to me. Yeah, it is the sound of like smoky jazz bars. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Jerry mm. Seinfeld's hitting the stage. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, like in the jazz the part, it's sexy. It's also like the lowest part of the frequency range that the most badass speakers have, and like you know, it's yeah. the stuff that hits you in the chest and yeah, yeah. that people want to feel when they listen to music. I think I'm going to have to say, oh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, it's, it, it can't be in my life for very long. So it's either got to be, it's either got to, I either yeah. got to fuck the bass or kill the bass for sure. Yeah. Because yeah, okay. it's really okay. sexy. Uh, and then you got to think too with the, with, the, with the drums, you might have to get like a bigger bed, you know? Uh, 
Because <laughs> drums can use up a lot of bed space. Yeah. Oh, wait a second here. That. Fuck is like, I can fuck, like, just kind of whenevs. And then the other one I can... The other one I just get rid of. And then... Okay, well... <laughs> so one, one you get rid of. One you have an explosive evening of uh, sex. Just one explosive then, evening or many one, explosive yeah, evenings? It's yeah. not one, one evening. But you're yeah, going to remember done. forever. I've, I've made up my mind. I'm going to kill the bass. Okay. Okay. I am going to. Uh, I am going to. Uh, oh fuck! Oh, I know I'm going to kill the bass. I'm killing the bass, and then I feel like I need to marry the guitar, and yeah. be. And and then just, and then I'm fucking the drums. That just leaves. Fuck yeah, the drums. yeah, you're just fucking, fucking the, drums. the drums. I'm fucking the foundation. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's the other sexy yeah. one. So yeah, I'm gonna yeah. fuck the drums for one day, and then I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with the guitar. Yeah. All right. I feel like that's every guy walking into a music store. They sit down at the drums, go, and then they walk out with a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and they look cool doing neither. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're holding the guitar by the bottom of it. You know? <laughs> by the volume knob <laughs> the strings facing them <laughs> oh wow yeah that uh that tracks i think that all makes sense rusty yeah thanks that was fun yeah yeah that was really great That's great good job mm -hmm. thank yeah. you thank you well that uh that brings us to the end of the podcast uh rusty do you have anything to promote anything you want people to know about where can people find you uh, well, I, I suppose I'm at Rusty Mattias on Instagram. You can totally yeah. message me and tag me and be my friend and follow me. I do have new music coming out uh, that's I'm Woo. pretty excited to announce, actually, that yes. I can't really give any details, but early summer I'm going to start releasing a whole bunch of music throughout the year. That's exciting. Awesome. Oh, that's really and, uh, and I'm super pumped about mm -hmm. it because it's been years since I've released anything sort of officially, and it's been never since I've released anything solo. So I'm yeah. super pumped. So please yeah. watch out for that. Right on. We certainly yeah, will. Yeah. Congratulations. That's so exciting. Uh, Thank you. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Um, Hunks, you can find us on all social media, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Hunks Comedy, uh, TikTok. Am I missing anything? Bandcamp, where you can get our album, uh, Mouth Beef, which is out now, our live album. Get that. Uh, or you LinkedIn. can find it streaming. Oh, yeah, LinkedIn. Sorry, I always forget LinkedIn. And that's, <laughs> that's where all of our business connections come from. That's <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Uh, yeah, and you can find our album streaming everywhere that uh, you stream things. You can see those sexy guys in the profile picture and then listen to their pop music afterwards. Uh, yeah, <laughs> did I miss anything? Did I miss any of the stuff, guys? I no? Know. I think it sounds good. Nope, you got, got it. Got it all. Cool. Okay. That's, uh, that's the end of the podcast then. Awesome. <laughs> I give you, you permission it. to end it. <laughs> <laughs> Rusty, we... Uh, well, yeah. uh, we normally end on a song. Want to take it away? Am I, did we talk about something that I'm supposed to do, or would you just like me to sing off the top of my head? Just eh? Go, go for just it. Got that? Grab that tambourine and let's hear it. Okay. Well, I honestly wanted to say thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I really mean it, though. I thank you for having me. On the podcast. Oh, yeah. Our pleasure, man. Thank you. I love editing the show. 
And I know this is kind of a weird behind the curtain thing, but I uh, I, I appreciate being in your lives and having you in mine. So thanks. Oh, that's sweet. Aww. We love thanks, having man, you too. Yeah. Yeah. Beauty. I, <laughs> <laughs> I remember a long time ago when we first met being a line cook and uh, Imaginary Cities was on the radio and they were talking about like, uh, uh, or my line cook, my uh, line mate was talking about got tickets to the Pixies concert. And I was like, oh, it's my buddy opening for the Pixies. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> Glad I got that story in. Let's make sure that. Yeah. Hunks is a sketch comedy group from Winnipeg. Got it? They are Tim Gray, Rory Fallis, Matt Nightingale, and Dana Smith. Episodes are produced and recorded bi-weekly right now from their homes in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Additional production and editing, sound design, crap like that, by me, Rusty Mattias, from my home. Thanks again to this week's special guest, me, Rusty Mattias. Uh, really though, thanks, Hunks, for having me, and thank you for listening. I was really nervous, and I kind of sounded anxious, and you could tell I was interrupting a bunch. Anyway, tune in again two weeks from now, when there's probably going to be some really awesome special guest. I don't even know who it is yet. Uh, and thanks again to Into the Blue for sponsoring this podcast. They give me some corals. My fish tank's awesome. Check me out at Rusty Mattias, and look at my corals. Have a great week, everyone. Okay, bye!